Hello and welcome to Comp. Hello. Hello, Lucy. Hi. I'm de- I'm beside myself. Uh, You're deformed. I, I'm gonna say I'm deformed. I'm deformed. Is that how you see me now? A deformed individual. Look, it's hard not to see it that way. I look. All right, so I burned my arm and hand in multiple locations on my arm and hand. Uh, I was cooking fish. Delicious uh, fish. Yeah, you know, we. I was talking about. We talked about in the Patreon a couple of days ago how I. Uh, you know, I, I found a lot of mold in my air fryer because I left chicken in there like a slob, like a dirty pig. I left cooked chicken in there f- for a month because I haven't been using it. And uh, finally got my air fryer back, a new one. I ordered, I ordered a new one on the spot. And then right after we did the, recorded the episode, what did I do? I cooked salmon on the stove. Because you know why? Last time I cooked salmon, the only complaint I have about the air fryer is that I cooked some salmon once, and the skin on the bottom mm. was uh, like squishy. Yeah, yeah. You got to pan sear it. Well, you told you told me that. So you got a crispy skin. You advised that. Yeah. I got to pan sear it. You're responsible for me. <laughs> I'll never work in Hollywood now. No, no, if they want to do a close-up of my hand while I'm jerking off a pig <laughs> in some movie about that, about pigs. Yeah. Or milking a pig. Whatever. You could have been in the guy in uh, Black Mirror, fucking the pig. Not not anymore. Not anymore, because I would have had to hold the pig's ass as I was penetrating it, and you would have seen these burns. What happened was I was flipping the salmon filet midway through. Yeah. And uh, I should have used tongs, I guess. I used a spatula, <laughs> and I flipped it carefully, but the hot butter that I was using to get that nice fish sear splattered on, on in multiple spots. And how, now I... Hmm, yes, go on. How much butter was in the pan? Enough. What, you're, now you're going to critique how much butter? <laughs> you need enough butter to cook the sear. <laughs> well, you, you think because you're French, you're part French, that you know how to do, like, Julia Child... And you and you and you and you're the chef of all chefs. <laughs> How much butter should I have used? A, a, a dollop? Maybe a, you know a tablespoon. It wasn't like swimming in butter. It just splashed up. Mm. I don't know. I was trying to do the thing where you ladle the butter over like a steak. Maybe that's what advised. I I saw it on Top Chef once. <laughs> or Gordon Ramsay when he found a rat in the toaster right before that he butter on his arm, on my arm. He didn't get that. <laughs> He never, he never puts that in the video. None of these chefs ever put in the video what happens. Oh, yeah, and they're all, I mean, like, most, like, professional chefs are, like, horribly mangled in some way. Yeah, because they're fucking hanging out at the docks after, <laughs> after the restaurant closes, trying to pick up heroin and fucking <laughs> prostitution. Yeah. You know? Right. They're all drug addicts and prostitution seekers, which is fine. But, you know, they all, oh, I got this from cutting an onion. No, you got that because you're a pedophile. <laughs> and then, and then you got street justice. Uh, does that ever happen? Do pedophiles really get their arm, limbs cut off? I've never heard of a pedophile getting their... For all the talk... You've heard of it, though, right? For all the talk yeah. that I've heard about what should happen to pedophiles, I've, I don't think I've ever heard of a pedophile being, uh, you know, uh, horribly wounded in some way. I've heard of him becoming president of the United <laughs> right. States. Yeah. That happens. That happens a lot. But, yeah. but uh, no one mangles them. Uh, but yeah, I've been making fish. I've been getting back into keto, but this time I'm doing uh, more fish implemented into it. 
I, I think it's healthy for me. I need those omega three fatty acids. Yeah. Uh, I was just saying your complexion looks great. Thank you, except for my arm and hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, you were telling me about because I, I was talking about wanting this Christmas to do the night of not Italian. I'm not Italian. Are you Italian at all? No. Neither one of us are Italian. But I wanted to do the Night of Seven Fishes because I love fish now. I mean, I made some salmon. I made some tilapia. I got cod in the fridge. I'm going to make some cod afterwards. And before, I know I got to slow down. We get mercury poisoning. What happens when you get mercury poisoning, by the way? Don't you uh, go mad? Really? Isn't that, what ha- isn't that the Mad Hatter? I don't know. He, he went mad from mercury poisoning. Oh, was that? Let- Maybe. Okay. Wait, the character? Yeah, I think that was, like, the idea behind it, wasn't it? Wow, that's a weird backstory for a children's book. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Lewis, it, did, he, did he eat a lot of fish? I'd be shocked to find out that Lewis Carroll wasn't a pedophile. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, oh, I'm late, I'm late for, you know, uh, state child rape. <laughs> right? That's, the, that's what, the, 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 what the, the, the rabbit says? Yeah, as he's r- running into the rabbit hole. Yeah, well, you know, a rabbit hole is metaphorical for mm. a child's hole. <laughs> um... <laughs> Terrible, Lewis Carroll. He, is he dead yet? He's long dead. Okay, good. I mean, look, I mean, he's old enough to, I, I, even if we're wrong, I, would, I wouldn't want anyone to live to 170 or whatever he'd be. No, yeah. But I am also glad he's dead. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so the many of the seven fishes I want to make, I, I imagine some nice salmon or, I, you know, some nice, uh, what's the other one, bronzini. Tilapia. Tilapia. Maybe a a red snapper, which I can't find at the groceries. Some nice shrimp. Perhaps. Now, you told me, though, you once went to a Night of Seven Fishes. Yeah, I mean, look, it wasn't some big Night of the Seven Fishes soiree or anything, but... but I'm not expecting, you know, tuxedos (laughs) and masquerade masks, like eyes wide shut. That's not what this is about. But I was taken aback. Why don't you describe to me what, what these people, these supposed Italian people... Thought Night of Seven Fishes was about. I used to date an Italian guy, and mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. you know, and and I went to and I I did Christmas Eve dinner with him and his mom, and they did the Night of Seven Fishes. It it was a fish dinner. It was sort of like a fish casserole <sighs> with a bunch of different types of shellfish in it. And to me, that was like I was like, that's a legitimate Night of the Seven Fishes. That has no grandeur whatsoever. <laughs> that has no panache, no majesty. It's the day the Christ Child. Came into the womb, or came out no. of the womb. No, it's the day before he came out of the womb. Well, the night and nine months after. It's the he night he was pushing on her fucking uterus, so, you know, <laughs> causing her to bleed. Do women bleed before they give birth? They do. It's the water. The water breaks, right? He's breaking her water. He's fucking farting in the womb, <laughs> shitting probably. I mean, babies shit in the womb. Sometimes babies get shit in their lungs because really? when they come out, yeah, because they swallow. Wait, what do they shit through? Their ass. No, but where does it come out in the womb? Does it go through the umbilical cord? I don't know. I think the placenta picks it up. I don't, who knows? I mean, maybe, I don't know. I, I know that sometimes sometimes a baby, what happened in my family? I don't want to talk about who because I don't want to stigmatize this person. Not my nuclear family, but uh, the baby. <laughs> You've already stigmatized them by, by, by try, try, trying to distance yourself from them. They, they're not my nuclear family. Well, that's fine, but you know, but look, it's one. They, they're probably appreciating that. <laughs> they, they, no one wants to be associated with me, but I don't want to, you know, red, scarlet letter this person with sh- you know a shit uh, a shit <laughs> diagnosis. But they got shit in their lungs when they were a baby. Oh, okay. Yeah, 
Because as they were coming out, shit went in the lungs. Well, what do you it, think about that? Was it was it their shit or was it the mother's shit? I'm not sure. I think it was their shit. I mean, I mean babies don't come out of the ass, do they? <laughs> no, but they're near. They're in that general area. Yeah, but not in the inside. I mean, if they, and sometimes women do shit on the on the birthing table. Oh, maybe maybe she shit right in the mouth. This <laughs> was the, the mother. Oh my god, <laughs> that that that's a, I never thought of that. That's so, a traumatizing story. And, and then the mother's telling us, "Oh yeah, you know the baby." Because I always wonder. I always wonder about that. Like you know, where's it, if they're shitting the whole time, where's it collect? They know they, they probably come out the umbilical cord or whatever, right? So this mother, we're we're saying that we're going with this that the mother, as she was pushing, shit all over the baby's like as it was coming out, she also was shitting. The baby came down face face down, maybe. Yeah. And then just and, and thought it was a fucking nice treat, <laughs> and ate the shit. That's what we're going with. <laughs> wow. All right. I mean, that's that's mind blowing. Okay. He mistook the asshole for the nipple. Oh god, he was milking the the the, the asshole. <laughs> Nursing on the asshole. Oh my god. Let's just give out this person's name. No. And address. That's. That's this. This would they would ruin their life. If you were working with a shit baby, wouldn't you want to know? I would, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel like I deserve to know. How could you trust somebody? With, with files. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> with learning Excel. That's my point. I, I wouldn't. I, I know how I would treat them if I if I found that. So. <laughs> um. So you think that this night of the seven fishes that I attended wasn't a legitimate night of the seven fishes? Yeah, I don't know how we got to that to the baby shit and thing from that, but yeah, um, exactly the casserole. Uh, it sounds disgusting to me. I'm I don't sure. think it really had seven fishes on it either. Oh my god! So not only was it so it was just a shrimp. It was a shrimp paella. It was some kind of shrimp mussels. You know, crab. There should, there's maybe some crab in there. There should be courses. There should be platters of bronzini and and, and salmon. Bronzini and and and, and crusted eggplant uh, over over cod. <laughs> Perhaps uh, salt, salted flounder. Mm, what's that? Just flounder with salt on it. What was that fish they were talking about? Where they uh, stuff it full of soft salt? They don't <laughs> salt. It full of, well, I was watching. I don't know. You, you guys can find it on uh, YouTube. Maybe it was a Top Shelf Top Chef Christmas episode. And Marcel and Harold, I used to watch Top Chef, not for years, but Harold, the, the winner of the first season, and Marcel, who was shaved against his will. Wait, what? There was a there they they, 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 they um this happened. What is this Top Chef Holocaust? In the second season of Top Chef, uh, I think it was Alon and uh, I forget a couple other people. I think someone might have went home over it uh, because he was look he was kind of a know it all or weird guy. Um, I believe he was like a molecular gastronomy guy, and there's like a head of the curve like before it became really really popular, and like he was like. Well, I don't have an immersion circulator, so I can't. And like you don't, and Tom Clicky, I was like, you don't need that. Uh, that kind of so. Like, and so he, they tied him to his so chair. So he bugged and they people. Him? He got he bugged people the wrong way. Yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah. So he they they they, they woke him up in the middle of the night and they just held him down. And they shaved his head. Oh my head. god. Yeah. No, they took it very seriously. I'm, I mean, they were very afraid of a lawsuit. This is like, so they were just like, uh, this guy's kind of weird and autistic. Let's hold him down and assault him. I mean, look, I liked him, but he kind of, I could see why you think he was like a scumbag um, or like a, maybe a know-it-all. I don't think he was autistic. I think he was just kind of like a prick. He came off like a prick sometimes, but he, I, I, he was good. He was talented. 
Uh, I don't mind people. The guy who sold me my car stereo years ago was a very was a big dick. Cause, you know, I, I, I bought speakers and I brought my car in. And he's like, well, you, you're just going to get, you know, you hook this up to your car stereo, the stock stereo. I'm like, yeah, what? It's going to sound like, sh- if you want to sound like shit. And like, you know, and, and he, I mean, uh, you, what do you think I said to this guy? What did you say? I was just very con- nice. I was like, oh, all right. Because he recommended the right speaker. Mm. And, and, and he, so I don't mind people being pricks if they're, if they're good. Right. Like Marcel. But these people did, and they held them down, and they shaved them like it was. I feel like this did that happen on like didn't that happen to like the, when the Nazis were defeated? Didn't they like they shaved their head, the women's heads? I oh think yeah, was, they shaved the heads of French women who slept with Nazi officers. Yeah, that's 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 the treatment they gave to Marcel. <laughs> right, and his name's Marcel. I feel like this is just the official story. I feel like they probably raped him too. Maybe they had footage of the, of the shaving, but not the rape. They yeah. didn't show the rape footage. They won't release that anyway. I so, demand that be released. We should start a hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag show the rape. <laughs> show the rape. Um, so Marcel and Harold uh, got together in, in this. It was like a, it was just like a get together thing, and there was no was competition. Was Harold one of the ones that shaved his head? No, Harold was the first season. He was, and he was a class act. I, he, I'm, I'm very happy he won. Yeah. Okay. And so him and Harold got together. Even though even though Marcel was the runner up for his year, mm. they got together, meaning in the mines, and they did this thing with a fish. I don't know what kind of fish. It was a big fish. And they just packed mounds of salt on it. I don't know if they packed it in. You said in. I don't know if it went in. But it was just crusted with salt. Mm. A big crust of salt. And everyone was like, this is the most amazing thing ever. Mm. And then, you know, and, and then Marcel started crying during dinner, you know, because, you know, the trauma. Right, the trauma of the rape. The, the PTSD yeah. came back. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I can't relate to your, it, we're not doing a shrimp casserole. <laughs> Look, do- our, our night of the seven fishes would obviously be classier. Yeah, I would hope so. We'd turn a lot of people away. You know what else you know would be classier? Us eating out of the toilet and then jumping off the roof. <laughs> that would be classier. I don't know. It was a nice casserole. I'm sure. Look, all right. I'm not, this is not a class thing. Just don't call it the night of seven fishes. I'm, I'm not trying to be classist. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I'm very into fish now. I'm a disfigured man. Uh... We watched the the Halloween movie. I don't want to spoil anything, but we watched the new Halloween film last night. We tried to go to the theater. Uh, we ended up uh, as soon as the door closed behind me. I asked you if you had keys. You didn't have keys. I uh, we we locked ourselves out of the apartment, so we you know yeah. we didn't end up going because we had to call. You immediately people. started offering to suck people's dicks for money, which I thought was extreme. Well, I look. I didn't offer per se. I just clicked up. I just you know had. You know, I was saying, like, look, maybe if, you know, if the land, if the land, because we didn't have, we didn't have a piece of mail. That's the problem. We're going to call a, a locksmith. Don't you need a piece of, like, an ID? My ID doesn't show his address. So what if he, what if he calls me out on that? Yeah, that's true. And you, you go, oh, you want Yeah, what is it, like, what kind of, I mean, if you don't need ID, then what kind of scumbags or locksmiths just letting everybody in anywhere? The kind of scumbags who would do it if I stuck their dick. So I was preparing myself for that eventuality. Yeah, no, sure. Oh, you want me? To, do you want me to offer you up to the locksmith? <laughs> That's not. I was no, gonna, yeah, that is noble when you. I was going to have you hide around the corner so you didn't even get any idea. Like, is my math or nothing, guy? <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, we ended up watching it on Peacock. Peacock has a you know streaming for if you have Peacock, which we have for some reason because the office is on Peacock. Otherwise, I mean, I'm not the kind of guy who would buy Peacock. Right. The NBC app. Um, but it had, we, we lucked out. 
What did you think? The movie was bizarre. Uh, I don't know how much we can give it. It's probably all in the trailer. I didn't see the trailer. I don't want to spoil anything. But it involves hordes of people storming hospitals, uh, which is like the opposite of, uh, I guess it is what's happening now. Maybe it's, it's a metaphor for, for this COVID thing. Oh, maybe. Maybe maybe when they stormed the hospital and that guy would say, my daughter was murdered 40 years ago and just and desecrated. That he was a murdered metaphor. my daughter 40 years ago. I desecrated her body. Yeah, add that in. <laughs> Maybe that was a metaphor for the you know COVID. I like the movie. It's bonkers. Yeah, no, uh, it's nuts. There's an old Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, she's limping. so old. She's she. I feel like I mean, she's the only person like under over the age of forty. He wasn't de-aged in movies now. <laughs> I mean, she was hot. You, you ever see True Lies? Yeah, yeah. That striptease she does. Oh boy. She was hot in the early, uh, you know, horror film. She was in Prom well, Night. Well, yeah, but she was in her twenties. Uh, Halloween. Yes, yeah. well, she was in her twenties and trading places. She chose the tits. I get it. Um, but I'm talking about True Lies. She's in her forties, probably, and she's doing that striptease and that black underwear. Mm. Oh boy, and all Schwarzenegger's just beating off. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, but she she looks old as shit now, which is fine. She's an old woman. Yeah, uh, I mean, she should look old. They, you know. You think she has to be de-aged, though? Because women are vain, generally. Women are very vain people. Yeah, I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis seems like the kind of person who might not ask for it. Because she's just, you know, why? I don't know. What makes her different? She doesn't seem like, like, she was always sort of an unconventional beauty. You know, she wasn't like. Isn't her dad like uh, Alfred Hitchcock or something? Oh, no, no. But her mother is a woman who starred in Psycho. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, did she didn't she also get murdered? That woman. She got murdered. I don't know. Almost certainly not. Actually, no. I think about it. Um, probably not. <laughs> Her character gets murdered in the shower. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. It's <laughs> like. Um. Anyway, but I, I don't report the movie. I mean, it's a good movie. Check it out. I mean, I don't know why I'm doing an endorsement for Halloween. I, 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 I there's a lot of stuff I would like to talk about, but I don't want to ruin it for people. But you like it. You usually don't like watching horror movies. I like these. They're David Gordon Green. You know, this and you, you took me to the it was one of the first dates we went on. You took me to the not first dates, but you know, early on in our relationship, we went to the, see the 2018 one, and I was like, "This isn't bad." I usually hate horror films, but the guy who made Pineapple Express and some other stuff made this. Yeah, and then he made the new one. They're good. And yeah, uh, uh, you know, and and. Uh, uh, you know, Michael Myers is like a MMA master in it. Yeah, I mean, he's just uh, an MMA magic man. It's yeah. like it's like it's like if Fedor was doing a Santeria or something. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, look, everyone's fighting back. I don't think that spoils anything, which I kind of like. The first one they fought back against them, and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis had a, a, an arsenal. I'm like, this is cool because they're actually—it's like the thing—they're fighting back against them. He's just—and they have like you know. Because I'm, I'm sick. Of, I would never sit there and be like some guy in a mat. I'd be like, fuck you, and I would just you know start fucking whipping shit at him or something. You know, whipping my fucking uh, fried rice at him. Well, you made a good point, which is that a lot of like horror movies, it's like they're really just horror for horror for women. Yeah, right, it's like, just women. Women have a fantasy about being murdered. Are, Can we just establish that women uh, want to be murdered? Well, I think the idea that a that a giant that a big man could murder you easily is maybe often in the back of your mind as a woman when you're masturbating. <laughs> when you're fucking your boyfriend, yeah. why why aren't you more violent? Why aren't you, you, you cutting you, my face off? Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. 
So yeah, it's and, just it's it's not made for men. But these people are relatively. You know, I would like to see people like the thing, the great John Carpenter film, the thing, with all a bunch of scientists, and they're all just very young. And look, it doesn't mean they overpower the monster, right? But they yeah, it builds a little realism. They're not sitting there going, oh, maybe we should throw water on it. No, they're all they're like they're doing blood tests and shit, and they're fucking. It's great. It is a great movie. It's it's great when they just like the the dog, <laughs> the dog starts sprouting or whatever, and, yeah, they just, fucking... and they just immediately light it on fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like does, yeah, it doesn't mean they win, but right. like yeah, you sitting there going like yeah, that's what I would do. Just yeah. kill it, kill it now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they love that dog, but they murdered it as soon as they could. Yeah, no, just immediately hit it with a flamethrower. I like it. Yeah, that's um, a good movie. Succession. We're recording this on Sunday, right before the succession comes out. I know by the time it's airs, it'll already have aired. But uh, do you want to give your predictions? I think that Shiv is going to uh, have sex with Brian Cox. Oh, my God. If you don't watch Succession, which you should. It's a great show. Uh, Shiv is the daughter of Brian Cox. Yeah. That's, uh, you think that... She's going to do that to consolidate power... Is I, look, I, I, I do feel like not enough times in shows set in the modern day do women consolidate power by having sex with their father. It doesn't <laughs> happen enough. It's a, yeah. It's, it's, and it's, it's really not realistic how little it happens. It's sitting right there. We all know it's a problem in America. So why not use it for entertainment? I think it's a great uh, idea. I, I think, I think you, we should get you in front of HBO, make this pitch. Yeah. Jesse Armstrong, the guy who made Peep Show, is a creator of Succession. He might go for it. He's got a dark sense of humor. That's true. He would sit there and go, you know what? I, I thought of that too, but I didn't think anyone would like it. And the fact that you, that's good enough for me. And he would green light season four. And season four begins with old Brian Cox just doggy styling <laughs> his fucking daughter. And if he doesn't like it, I'll, I'll, I'll say you sexually harassed me. Ooh. Well, now it's on the podcast. It's going to be evidence. <laughs> I'll, I'll threaten him. <laughs> I mean, that would be great promotion. Honestly, your case will fail. But it's going to be great promotion for the podcast. because It's going to be used in evidence in court. And then it's going to be the, the bombshell. The smoke, and they're going to be like, oh. Articles are going to be written about the, it. And they're going to be so smug going, smoking gun. Oh, yeah. and like, hey, as that was a point. That come podcast forever. There's going to be a picture of me looking tired. <laughs> my hair unwashed. <laughs> Uh, um, I guess we'll get to the Batman before we move on to the big topic. Uh, this is my latest impression, Batman. Uh, you might think you saw him before. Uh, you, if you think that, it's because you saw the Arkham Asylum Batman, which is from the video game. This is the Arkham Knight Batman from a different video game. Uh, I didn't play the video game. He's posed like this because I have the Joker figure usually sitting next to him. Um, I don't know. Not much to say. I didn't play the game. What, he, he looks. He's got a big chest, though. You like that? I do like that. Do you, I, do you start getting wet thinking about him murdering you? <laughs> this batarang. He does look angry. He looks mad. He's a mad guy. Uh, does he throw this g- at people or does he just stab them with it? Uh, it'd be great if he was just <laughs> stabbing people with it. Would <laughs> be. I mean, the the classic move with the batarang is to tr- he throws it at the guy holding the gun, like he throws it at his hand, and then uh. Yeah. And Wait, it's actually, called a batarang? Like boomerang? Yeah, batarang. <laughs> I just like to... Well, yeah, I, mean, he, I just like to think of him coming up with that. <laughs> it's a batarang. I mean, like, it's shaped like a bat. 
That's true. Now you're giving shit to Batman? I don't know. It's He's like, the only person giving street justice to pedophiles. It seems like a weirdly cheeky thing for Batman to come up with when well, he's such a haunted uh, individual. So you want to just buy boomerangs at like you know some Australian supply store? Is that what you want? <laughs> it's supposed to strike menace. The fact that some guy very well in a very like, you know, it's not look, it's not jagged edges and like made of wood he, if you're a criminal and some guy throws a fucking perfectly sculpted bat shaped batter like boomerang at you like this guy's a fucking psychopath sure that like it's not as much as oh is he really a bat no it's not any of that shit it's like oh this motherfucker just sits around carving batarangs <laughs> all day oh man this guy this guy's this guy's ready for it it would be kind of embarrassing though to get killed by something called a batarang that's part of the point too <laughs> Just sexual shame. <laughs> I mean, typically you throw it at the hand of the guy holding the gun. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it, it will be fun if you just stab. I mean, he doesn't typically kill people. It's kind of his thing. Right. But you would like Batman to just start stabbing people in the neck with a batarang. <laughs> Good move. Uh, I, I do like that he's in midair. Like yeah, well, I, I made it like that. The figure doesn't come like that. But like, I, I took this from a different figure. This uh, a figure that flies. Mm. You know, we want to pose like Superman or whatever. They just took this and anyway. Well, you should wait. They should create something where it's sort of like it's two sides and then a little thing like this, and then he can slide across it. So it looks like he's sliding. He's he's flying through the sky. You want that? Yeah. I'm fucking turning his whole apartment into a goddamn <laughs> funhouse. Uh, I should be murdered for having all these figures, but uh, he's cool. I got that much more to say about it. But yeah, I like your idea. We'll send that idea to, to the men who make Batman. Have them stab people with it. And if they don't like it, I'll say they sexually harass <laughs> That's your new move. I like it. <laughs> I don't sit around carving batarangs all day. I just accuse people of sexual <laughs> assault. Um, it's a monumental time in the United States for labor. It is. And I'm not talking about lab- the kind of labor... Where you eat your mother's shit and then blame and she blames it on you. Yeah, uh, I'm talking about. <laughs> but much like that, these labor movements are, and you know, they're going through their sort of um, birth pangs. Yes. So well, it is sort of like getting your getting a load of your mother's shit in your mouth. They're, they should as all get come ready, out of the womb. They should all get ready to eat shit. Is what you're trying to say? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Very nice. Are you, are you a union buster? <laughs> Much like, I mean, I like Lucy being like the fucking, like, uh, the, the, the manager of the company, like, you know, PR person going, look, uh, it's everyone's uh, right to strike in America. I can't stop them. But uh, much like a child sucking on the asshole of a mother as it's as being given birth to, these strikers should be ready to eat shit. <laughs> And then you smoke a cigar. Yeah. You big, big wig Lucy. And he goes, this, this union sexually harassed me, <laughs> assaulted me. Um, so what, if, what, you were, if you were the man- manager of a company with a union, would you accuse the entire union of gang, gang sexually assaulting you? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm a, you know, I'm a team player. I work for the company. I, Imagine if that dropped. It'd be, it'd be me, the unions versus me too, right? Well, I think there's been some stuff like that already. Like, it's like, there's some... Oh, yeah. Well, there was kind of a... Uh, was there? Well, yeah. No, there's been workers at, like, Tyson Chicken Plants who were sexually assaulted. I'm talking about you as the manager accusing the union 
who you're, who you're negotiating with of, of, of gang sexually assaulting you. <laughs> no, but I was saying, like, there are stories where it's like, a woman will say, <laughs> I guess, no, nothing like that has happened. I would hope not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's your specialty. That's going to be your in at, you know, at, at uh, Kellogg's. <laughs> Kellogg's going to hire you as a consultant. Yeah, you know? I, I would be great. If, if this was normal, they wouldn't, you wouldn't have any leverage. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we have a lot of strikes going on. There's a Kellogg's plant uh, in Battle Creek, Michigan, I think. They're uh, the people who make corn flakes and frosted flakes, mm. um, raisin brands, <laughs> uh, mini wheats, right? <laughs> All sorts of stuff. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a great resume. I mean, look, it's a good, I, I, I like Kellogg's cereal. I, I mean, what's, the, what's, the, what's the competition? General Mills? Yeah. You got the Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and you got the fucking, what else they got? They got all the, uh... Who makes the, who makes the, what's that, Golden Grams? Is that Post? I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I like should have done more research. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's Kellogg's. They probably do, like, they, General Mills, they probably do tricks. Tricks are for kids. Yeah. That's a, yeah. They do all the fun ones. Yeah, the, all the rape ones. Kellogg's are all the, you know, the Catholic ones. Catholic? What's Catholic? It's all, it's all very, it's all very Catholic feeling cereal. What is it you, Eucharist cereal? What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> what's what's Catholic about any of them? It just feels like the kind of, it just feels like the kind of thing that, like, you know. And God so loved his uh, the world. Wait, God so loved his children that he took his only son and he fed him Fruit Loops. And then he, he bled him out. Like a, he for, well, what's going on here? <laughs> anyway. It just feels like the kind of, the, you know, what are they called? Kellogg's. Uh, what, what do they have again? What's their big thing? Cornflakes. Cornflakes. It just feels like a priest would be eating cornflakes. That's a good point. They don't make Cheerios. And he'd be like, this is cleansing my soul from having molested all those children. So you think that, so you, in, in, in your fantasy... Or you're whatever you're, you're you're I guess you're a cop investigating a priest, and, and, and his mo the way you catch him is by the way he eats cornflakes after he rapes a child. <laughs> no, but like when the police came to his door when they figured him out and they and they bust down the door, he's he, eating, he, eating cornflakes. He'd be there just sadly eating cornflakes. And he looks up to finally goes, "I'm pure. For, I'm paying for my crimes." <laughs> I mean, cornflakes was uh, invented by a guy. Mr. Kellogg, who, you know, I saw that movie Road to Wellsville with Dana Carvey, right? Yeah. And uh, he was like a maniac. Yeah, all the workers are really striking because they don't want to be forced to masturbate for spiritual revelation anymore. Did he tell people to masturbate? I think masturbate. Wasn't masturbation a big part of it? I know at one point, I think John Cusack's in the movie, and he's got a master. Someone has a masturbation belt. And it's just jerking them off, mm. which I thought was a weird movie for a serial like serial story. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess I guess you're right. He was really into bowel movements, right? So these workers, I mean, apparently they're working eight days a week or seven days a week or something. But uh, you think it's more that they, you know, the the the, the, the masturbation? <laughs> <laughs> they have to jerk off their managers. Yeah, or no, they have to like jerk off their managers, jerk them off. But you know, and that's it's nice for like the first few days, but then it gets tiresome. Sure, I mean, like you, you have to have some nice pay time off if you can be jerking off uh, your your shift supervisor. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I support I support Kellogg's. You support the company? No, I, I mean I mean the people who work for Kellogg's. Okay. <laughs> you have solidarity with the corporation. 
Uh, then we got John Deere. Uh, they're also striking. Oh, yeah. There was some video where, like, uh, a person who wasn't, like, trained, they, the, their, uh, the people who manage their tractors quit, so they had, like, an office worker. They were trying to get, get like, an office worker to work. Oh, I, 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 saw, I, saw, I saw the fact that there was an like, ambulance coming to the, to, the, to, the, to the strike site or whatever, or the factory. Yeah, they, they, were make, they were making, like, accountants, like, <laughs> fucking put wheels. I mean, this company seems out of control. <laughs> It's like that scene. Remember that scene in Mad Men where like the guy's running, riding a tractor around the office, and some guy's like leg gets cut off at the knee. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Well, that was crazy. I mean, I mean, oh, this thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, look, it, you, it, it's kind of the worst move you could do because now no one is going to be on the side. I mean, I, I can't imagine being on the side of John Deere after they got some accountant killed. Yeah. Or whatever, maimed. Whatever happened to regular scabs? Just people. Who yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I guess it's kind of specialized work, or maybe they don't, maybe they, 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 don't, they don't want it. Like, they, look, it, they were told it's going to be bad PR if we bring scabs in. So let's, let's, get, let's get Gary from accounting in, and we'll get his leg cut in the fucking, and they thought it was going to be like a sympathetic thing. You know, oh, everyone's going to feel bad for his fat Gary. His, 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 his shin gets removed. By a, a lathe, and uh, but it, it backfired because now we're all realizing the the the, the links they'll go. The John Deere company will go. Have you ridden the tractor before? No, neither have I. Uh, I, I saw fun. I saw some people on Twitter going, you know, supporting the strike, and and they were and they were. I mean, it was a little excessive. I feel like. I mean, people. Someone was you know like complaining. Oh, great! Now you can't get farm supplies, and your crops gonna be fucked up. And then some, some you know, kid who's like, I'm sure lives in a par- house, his apartment his parents pay for in Brooklyn somewhere. It's like, eh. So some rich elite, you know, weekend farmer can't get his, you know, new tractor. Which I think is excessive. I mean, I, it's hard to be on the side. I'm on the side of the worker. But I am against everyone on Twitter who supports <laughs> the workers. Because they're all people who've never worked a day in their life. I guarantee it. Yeah, every time like you hear someone on Twitter supporting the strike, it it's awful. And every time you hear someone who's just like striking talk about it, it all sounds very reasonable. You're always like referencing like Trotsky, <laughs> and it's like, like none of these people are communists. I guarantee it. No, one, it doesn't help. No, it doesn't help unions in America uh, to, to to link it with communism. <laughs> you know. Um, I mean. Yeah, and it's also, like, it sort of, like, misses the point. Like, it's, like, yeah, it's, like, no, it is important that they're not, like, getting their tractors or whatever. That's why the job is important. Like, sure. that's why it should be paid. Yeah, correctly. no, sure. Like, sure. it's, like, you know, it's, like. No, it's what I'm saying. And, but I'm, I, it's I'm, a weird way to try and support the union by arguing that their job doesn't matter. <laughs> like, no, like, oh, the farmer guy? Well, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're claiming this guy. This guy's get. it's probably Gary from accounting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he bought a tractor. With employee discount, and his axle went bad, and now he's got no dick. Right. Uh, anyway, I hate everyone on Twitter. Yeah. Um, Kaiser Permanente. What's that? Uh, some kind of hospital. Oh, insurance. Okay. Uh, nurses, I think, are striking medical workers because they, uh, I don't know, they're sick of being heroes. <laughs> they want us to start uh, clapping for them at 7 o'clock yeah. again. That's the only demand they have is that we all start, you know, banging pots together <laughs> and, and telling them how great they are and uh, post, you know, and, and liking their Facebook posts when they talk about, you know, 
where they share those fucking pictures, and it's like, oh, I work for 12 hours, and I fucking am so sweaty, and I wore a mask, and I watched people die. You got this job to watch people die. <laughs> I don't know if they get the job to watch You knew it was part of the job. When I got a job at the morgue, I knew I was going to be handling dead people. Well, that, you might be able to argue the person got the job so they could look at dead people. I mean, I didn't. I just, I just wanted a good job. <laughs> uh, and I thought it was interesting. But I knew. Dead people. <laughs> well, yeah. But I knew that was part of the gig. I just started crying when a baby, dead baby, came in. We discussed this before. <laughs> I don't, I don't cry when I see dead babies anymore, or ever. I didn't cry. I knew dead babies existed. I resolved myself to that uh, before I took the job. And I'm a man of my, a man of will. Okay. So these nurses, they, you know, they, they should, they should have known that, you know. Thousands and thousands of people would come in and die every day. Yeah, but when people come in, you know, and when people come into the you know hospital, they're not just a mound of melting flesh that you need to deal with. They're a person, and you maybe maybe talk to them and form connections with them, and then they die. I would be very, I would be very disconnected. You, you, you be someone in my care. Okay. Oh, hello. How's your medication? Need more medication? I'm very old, and I need more medication. Hello, ma'am. How are you? Hello. Okay. How are you? I'm. I'm. Let's not get into that. I turned seventy years old. It's really not my business. I have two daughters. Really, let's try to focus. All right, we're, we're talking about your medical needs. I don't really care who you are. I would get. Look, you might be a Holocaust denier, ma'am. I would still treat you because of the Hippocratic oath. So don't, don't, don't come at me and tell me about your daughter. I don't care. I don't deny it happened. I just deny that it was six million. Yeah, that's fine. It's a crazy number. I mean, it's not fine. It's not fine. Six million? How is that even possible? I mean, there's a lot of infrastructure, ma'am. Again, this is, I don't, I don't care. You, you, I don't care that you, you know, think that, you know, uh, it was a fake thing. Cyclone B <laughs> can't kill humans. It's, it's not, it's uh, for delousing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you want some Tylenol? You want some Advil? I, I, I don't know how doctors work. <laughs> I'm trying to play a nurse, but I don't, I don't know anything about it. I just assume they give you Advil or Tylenol, and then they cut your leg off. But see how so that's what I would do. Yeah. And, oh, you want a deeper personal connection? No, stop needing that. Stop encouraging people to go to hospitals to need that. Yeah, but there's such a thing as bedside manner. Like you gotta, you gotta. Don't be a dick. You don't. gotta get them. <laughs> you, you gotta care for them. Don't be a prick. Is, is my bedside manner. Like, don't be like, why are you so fat? <laughs> okay. That's like, don't say stuff like that. But yeah, I don't care about how your son sent you a, a, a bouquet on your birthday, and, and he and he works. At, you know, at the Kellogg factory, jerking off his manager, and he's very, very, very proud of him. I don't care about that. <laughs> All right, this is my point. So, uh, I get I the nurses might just want you know better pay or something. But I'm a you know, if if, if I, I don't want enough with this complaining about dead. No, people. I don't think there are. I don't think I don't think they're striking because people continue to die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they might. They might, they might. I feel like they're sitting there going like. You know what? You're not taking the vaccine. Blah, 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 blah. Horse, horse, horse. They're just throwing horse, horse paste, horse paste. That's yeah. the negotiating. I picture the nurses just screaming, you horse face, paste eating motherfucker. Well, yeah. Like, how do you fix that? They're striking because, like, patients aren't getting vaccinated. How do you fix that? But 
I'm not, it's look, probably a pay thing. I, it's I'm usually, not it's usually that. a pay thing. I'm, I'll, I'll, again, I'm not going to see that. I'm taking no stance on this whatsoever. You know why? Because I don't care anymore. Yeah. I'm vaccinated. You're vaccinated. Whatever. We're not making this. To, oh, these nurses are watching people die because they won't get vaccinated. Let's not get political. <laughs> <laughs> this country is fucked. Uh, black pill right now. I'm black pill. I'm, what's, what's, the, what's the indifferent pill? Yeah, what is that one? It's a popcorn flavored pill, like that popcorn jelly bean. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what these nurses want. Then we have the film workers, the I A T C E S E, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the technical people, the people who uh, make uh, what, like you know, the cinematographer, not the cinematographers, probably right. They have their own kill. The people who make uh, anti-vax ads. <laughs> <laughs> The people who fucking... The real heroes. People who make fucking, you know, softcore pornography. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and those weird 3D animations of children that, like... Are they always complaining that, like, that's like a blue pole? No, virtual child porn. It's always... always they come, every couple of years, it comes up in the news. Are these people the, the people who are striking? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, I don't know what's happening with that. Are, they gonna, are we not going to get any more episodes of uh, of her? Were you, you? Whatever the show is you watched? Uh, on Netflix about a stalker. About <laughs> a stalker. Women really do just want to... <laughs> it's a show about a stalker. And you're like, not and, on his side. He's the protagonist and the person you root for, but you're not on his side. Well, now he's got to be in the... Tra- I said, we, we were watching something else on Netflix, and it comes up, and uh, you know you know how Netflix works. You, you don't, you, Against your will. And I'm watching this guy, and he's got a little baby in his hands. The first thing you see for season three, right? Or whatever yeah. it is. And I'm like... No one puts a little baby in the hands of a man if he's not supposed to be sympathetic. Yeah, I mean, you know, you never saw, uh, you know, Michael Myers with a little baby in his hands. That's true. You, you did, never you saw did. Freddy Krueger cradle. I mean, he murders babies. That's true. Yeah. So you, you're saying this man who's murdered people before, and he's a stalker, and he's married to a stalker. I mean, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, now his, his yeah, his wife is a stalker too. So the, there are two stalkers. They get married to each other. These these are the people who 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 in this operation is striking is my point. The person filming the the the, the sociopathic stalker holding the baby. Okay, is that, is that, I, I thought it was more like a set designer or the set people or like the uh, is it everyone? Is Roger Deakins going to be on strike? I don't know. Maybe that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, you have, there's already maybe he's a scab. That'd be great. I'd love if he's like I'm. I'm British. Go fuck yourself. I'm. <laughs> And then he makes the new Bond movie. <laughs> anyway. Um, so are, are you on the side of, of management in general? No, here? no. I think people, people should strike. Worker solidarity. I was, I'm a union guy. I've been in different unions my whole life. Yeah. I'm a union jack or a union man. Is that, is that what's union? Oh, union jack is a British thing. It's the flag. Yeah. That's not me. I don't like the British. You're a union man. I'm a union boy. <laughs> um... But yeah, which, si- a, which side are you on? I'm on. Well, I just said my union boy. No, that's a famous song. What? Or uh, you know, what's his name? I mean, Peter I, Seeger or Woody Guthrie or whatever. That reminds me that, that there's that film. Uh, what's it called? Not Lansing, Michigan. Uh, Har- Hartford, not Hartford. What's, what's that film? I, I always tell you, Harlan County, Harlan County, yeah. USA. It's a great. Old, go find that somewhere. It's probably on YouTube or whatever. It's about the uh, the coal workers striking, and uh, 
And that was brutal. That's like, you know, the co- you, they're getting shot at. Yeah. And uh, that's what I want out of a strike. I want to see, I, I, I don't even want to get shot, but I want there to be a, like a guy filming it and then the fucking the fat company guy brandishes a revolver. Mm. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, they, they, at one point, they go to New York City in that movie. He's like the 70s. Uh, and like, <laughs> and it's over some cop and he's like, Oh, you guys, you guys should get paid more. That's, uh, you know, you, you guys don't get any like time off or a vacation. I, I mean, I get all that stuff. Oh, you, you know, you guys work hard. Like, well, you work hard too. And the cop's like, nah, I mean, I'm just standing here talking to you. This is my job. <laughs> it was great. Uh, they don't make movies like the now documentaries are all, you know, uh, the Kardashians and, and, and kids eating shit out of their mother's asses and, you know, and, and her or you or whatever that movie is. Whatever that, what was that thing? What's it called? What's the show called? You. You. That's that's the level of documentary we have now. Yeah, well, that's not, it's not a documentary, <laughs> but sure. Yeah. But th- these, these shows are, might as well be that. They're, 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 these documentaries are all bad. So uh, anyway, we should make the documentary about Kellogg's, and we'll just have me. You should make it and have me walk around pretending to be the Kellogg's management guy <laughs> and brandishing a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and like just shoot it on like sixteen millimeter film. Yeah, this could be great for us. <laughs> you're you're brandishing a gun with one hand and, and, and slugging down the Kellogg cereal on the other. Yeah, showing. Up, I'm trying to hide my burns. Yeah, my my, my butter burns. <laughs> pounding pounding uh, cornflakes with your butter burn <laughs> hand. And then, then you, you know, there's some scene where I'm just eating fish for some reason because that's my new identity. I'm a pescatarian now. Or really, the butter burn hand should be the gun hand because that would be more intimidating. I mean, can I just have a gun hand like we've talked about before? <laughs> can we just melt the gun into my hand? My hand's already burned. Can we just melt the gun into it? I'm not trying to give any advice to management, but if all the, if all the man- upper management had gun hands, I think it would make negotiations, you know, Look, harder here's, for the Here's unions. the deal. Solidarity, we support unions, full stop. That being said, these companies are all stupid for not hiring us as consultants because <laughs> we could break the backs of the unions. <laughs> I, I believe that. I, the tactics I would use, uh, the, the, the sexual assault <laughs> allegations you would make. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. We'd be unstoppable. Like on hand. Uh, but there's a lot of labor shortages, though. That's the, that's the problem with this whole fucking thing. I mean, we, we're, we're sitting here. I mean, why is no one working? Well, that's probably, look, in part that maybe that's like, that's connected to the to the strikes. Well, they have leverage like, now. Yeah. yeah, they have leverage. Yeah. But why... Is it like how are these people living? I'm very confused. Like all these people, are like oh, workers now are like you know they they, they don't feel because they got unemployment for a long time, right? Yeah, but that's ended for the most part, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure in some like ways, it maybe maybe some people, you know, were smart about their unemployment money. Maybe they saved it. Maybe they, I know that like in some cases, like the government did do like an extended unemployment thing. Yeah, like yeah. So it's no, a lot like, of cases. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. So were they, they, were they were working and collecting unemployment at the same time? Well, no, no. I'm saying, like, a, just because, like, the, the COVID unemployment ended doesn't necessarily mean that people can't do unemployment anymore. Like, it's like, yeah. It does. No, in some cases, like, they, you can extend it. There are ways to extend it. How? I mean, I never really looked into it, but, but I've... All right. Well, anyway, people just seem to be able to get, get away with not working. And you got a bunch of people camping and, you know, young people who are camping. They call them homeless, but a lot of people are just camping under the overpasses. And uh, I don't know. 
It just seems like it's just no one's. It, it's a crazy thing out there. We have inflation all over the place. Uh, I mean, it's not typical inflation. It's not the kind of inflation where it comes from you know the monetary supply or something. But you know the shortages. The Suez Canal was all jammed up for months. Mm. Uh, there's, there's supply chain issues. It's a it's it's a it's a strange time for late. I mean, I, what what do you think is gonna? Do you think we're gonna end up like Weimar Germany? <laughs> um, the I, Weimar Republic. If you don't know, the Weimar Republic was at Weimar. I think it's Weimar, right? They Weimar. Had, they had hyperinflation, right? After World War One, they had the Treaty of Versailles. Uh, and you could argue about if that caused, you know, the collapse of the Weimar Republic. But the point is they had hyperinflation, and then that led to Hitler. It did. No, it's 100% led to because yeah, you had unemployment. Like, yeah, that's the whole thing. When Hitler, like, I mean, the whole thing with Mussolini was trains on time, right? But Hitler did similar things. He liked trains, all right? He was sitting there going like, yeah, yeah, the Jew thing, sure, but also we'll have trains. Yeah, I don't, I'm sorry I can't quote Hitler better. He was sitting there with his model train set going, choo-choo, all aboard. Was he saying choo-choo? Yeah. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Choo-choo. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, the inflate. I am paying more for my cod. I am paying more for my salmon. Um, I'm not complaining. But, you know, but, when the- I mean, is that because of the labor shortage? Whole Foods is just fucking me? Yeah, I mean, whole foods might be fine. Well, no, it's, all, it's all part of an economic network, right? The, the, the inflation and the labor shortages. I'm not an economist, all right? I'm a guy doing a podcast. If you want an economist, go find Gary. He's missing a leg at the John Deere factory. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, you know, a nice slice of salmon. It's, you know, that'll cost you a pretty penny for, for in any situation, you know. Well, saying it costs more now. Is it, is it wild? Are you a wild salmon boy? I can't get to the Whole Foods. You know, these Whole Foods fucking scumbags who claim that they're uh, all about healthy food, they only gave me the farm salmon. What's your point? It costs more. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying, like, oh, like, look, salmon should be $2 and it's 11 <laughs> I'm saying the prices have gone up. The gro- People at the grocery stores. I saw a thing on Twitter where uh, some grocery store, because of all these shortages, had uh, just two full aisles of Halloween candy just to hide the fact they were missing canned peas and canned apricots or, whatever, uh. or whatever the fuck, diapers. I don't know. We're going into economic collapse, Lucy, is what I'm trying <laughs> to tell you. How do you, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's, I saw an article about school lunch shortages. Oh, yeah. But they can't even get uh, the, the food. The, the, I mean, it was bizarre. They were, they were talking about, we can't get t- turkey for our tacos. Turkey for your tacos? <laughs> I've, I've been to many taquerias all over Brooklyn and in the city. I've even been to Mexican places in, in California. I've never seen turkey on the menu. What are these fucking schools doing? Turkey tacos? <laughs> Um, now, uh, did, were you? Did you get school lunches a lot as a kid? Uh, I got a fair amount. Uh, you know, my mom would pack me lunches sometimes early on, especially. But then I went to a Catholic school early on, and uh, our gym like we didn't have a cafeteria first. But then, then we started going. We had the same room was our gym, our cafeteria, and uh, our auditorium. Oh yeah, mine too. Yeah. yeah one of those schools but yeah we did they did set up a school lunch thing and uh i remember in second grade i think it was i was hand i, I got a hamburger or a cheeseburger i guess and i bit into it and i vomited all over the table <laughs> because it was very it was white it was just white 
cheese. I, 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 I didn't realize it was cheese, I guess. I thought it was spoiled. I thought it was some kind of, uh, much like when my parents tried to force me to eat cream spinach against my will. Now, I love cream spinach now. But not thanks to this. They didn't. This, I mean, I didn't eat it for years after this. They forced me to take cre- eat cream spinach. I mean, it's not a child abuse thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> that, that I, I look. You, you. If we were sitting at the table and my kid was sitting there going, "I'm not going to eat cream spinach," I would also. I, I would like grab his jaw and just shove. So again, I, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> complaining. But I'm just saying they, they they made me try it and I vomited all over the table. <laughs> It just happens. I mean, I vomited at Pizza Hut, you know, one time. How, how aggressively did they tr- did they get you to to eat it? Like, I remember it being assertive. Did they coax you into eating? it? I mean, my dad wasn't hitting me with a, a hammer. If that's what you're asking, <laughs> he wasn't smacking me in the top of the head with a hammer, going brute force or spinach. <laughs> you choose. All right, but I mean, point is, uh, if I don't like something, I'm gonna vomit. Not anymore. Have you ever seen me vomit? No. I mean, sometimes I'll vomit if I eat White Castle, but on purpose, because I can feel what it's doing to me. I'm not the, hell, you know, I'm not the healthiest guy. We all know that. But you could, it's, I don't want the, the, the knife pains in my gut. <laughs> so I'll just fucking purge that. I'm not planning to purge it, but if I make, I, I remember doing this, like I'm coming at 4 a.m. I just started vomiting. Like, let's just end it now. Let's end the, the, the pain now. They should start putting that tip in White Castle commercials. <laughs> yeah. It's good for a business. And you get hungry, maybe you go to White Castle again. Yeah. Uh, or, or it's the, the White Castle taste without the White Castle consequences. Yeah, and at the very least, you don't you, you don't have a direct memory of having just someone stabbing you in the stomach. That's what it feels like. I got jalapeno sliders once years ago. <laughs> the, the intensity in your eyes, so bad, is I, crazy. I was in so much pain. Uh, I re- I regretted not throwing up that time. Anyway, the point is, and then another time. So that was one incident with the food. <laughs> And then uh, I remember a few years later, maybe it was in fifth grade, I uh, someone had said they saw a rat in the kitchen. Like, we basically, it was kind of set up, I mean, I guess it's similar to other ones, it, it, where you kind of, we basically, they kind of had this makeshift room where you with two doors, and you kind of go through. It wasn't a big lunch line. And so you'd go into this room and come out, and, like, the, inside the women had the, you know, it's the kitchen. And so someone... <laughs> wait, 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 Inside the kitchen, the women had what? Food. <laughs> And, you know, they had the area where they kept the women. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so someone had said they had saw a rat in the kitchen. Yeah. So I uh, decided that I was, I, I don't know, look, I mean, part of it, I admire <laughs> the assertiveness of me or whatever, but also it's it probably douchey. Right. Uh, I went in as a journalist <laughs> into the kitchen room. Uh, I had like a pad and I was like, uh, asking them about, I think I started asking them like, "Oh, what's what do we have for for lunch today?" And like, like I, 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 I think I'm smart enough to like lead with like other questions, but then I, <laughs> but then I said, and uh, you know, how, oh, and how, how do you make this food? And I was like, now someone said they saw a rat in here today. Is that true? <laughs> and uh, now the, what's weird about this story, besides the fact that I, I should have been stabbed as a child, I should have been stabbed in the hands and the mouth. <laughs> You were uh, investigating the kitchen. I get, yeah, and uh, there was no school newspaper or anything. Like, it was a great school. <laughs> oh God! So yeah, <laughs> you douche. You, you <laughs> getting douche just chills. A little douche. Yeah. But so what happened? But but that look, I would have gone down as a douche. But then here's what happens: the principal, who was a nun, uh, who was kind of heavy, came over to me. 
Can I talk to you for a second, Raymond? And she had in her hands. Now, I understand this very differently now than they did then. But at the time, what I saw was this fat nun holding like a, like a paper cup of like uh, chicken nuggets and, and, and some mashed potatoes also. And she's dipping the mashed potatoes in the chicken nuggets, eating them, going, now you were asking about the kitchen, huh? Hum, hum. And I'm just, and, and like, like, well, yeah, I was just, someone said I saw a rat. And it's like, well, it's not, I don't remember exactly, but she, I, I took it at the time as, oh, she's, she's being a heavy. She's leaning in on me. Like, this is like, <laughs> this is like Citizen Kane and like Hearst. She's trying to censor you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I told everyone that. And because if you start asking about the rats, next you might start asking about the women that you yeah. like there. Now, in hindsight, I realized years later, oh, she was just demonstrating that she was fine eating the food. Oh, so she was doing like the kind of like the Obama and Flint, Michigan move. Yes, she was doing yeah. uh, like drinking drinking lead poison water, going, "It's fine, it's great." Which like, is, is, but at the time, I I felt like she was you know gonna have me whacked. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, those are my and also other were times. You, were you escorted out? Did you get to keep asking questions after that? Well, I mean, I I I, I mean, I probably pussied out after the you know first question anyway. Yeah, I I I, I tuck tail after that. <laughs> this is just this is years before I learned to like starting to kill myself. <laughs> um, how, how, but you, do you have any lunch experiences? Yeah, I mean, I just remember it. Yeah, it was all bad. You know, it was just like I mean, honestly, like it was okay. Like the school that uh, public school I went to was like okay. It was all like pizza and stuff. Yeah, we got yeah. Elias pizza. I remember before that we used to get like real pizza before we had a cafeteria. They would give, they would like once a week or something or once a month. They would get pizza mm. and you could buy you could bring in a dollar to get a slice of pizza and they would have Burger King, oh. the Burger King hamburger. And then we got a cafeteria. Like oh good news, we got a cafeteria. Here's your Elio's pizza, <laughs> dog shit. And uh, yeah. I, you didn't like Elio's as a kid. Look, it's fine, but it's not. You know, we used to get real pizza. I probably didn't complain. I like Elio. Elio's is fine. It's tasty. Yeah, it's not pizza. It's something else. <laughs> Well, you're a big Elios fan? I loved Elios as a kid. I mean, did you like it more than the actual pizza? Not, no, not necessarily, but yeah. it, it was like, you know, but it was still really good. No, it's better than like, you know, eating chicken. Sure. <laughs> it's pizza still, sort of. Uh, we, did you ever accuse a lunch lady of sexually harassing you? <laughs> no, no. I mean, you know, she never gave me a reason to, but had she. <laughs> what, would, what, would be, what would they have? Like, I'll be the lunch lady. Oh, well, here's uh, ask, ask me for something that you want. Oh, I was they ran out of cookies. Uh, yeah, I'll be the lunch lady. They have a cookie. Oh, I'm sorry, we don't have any cookies. It's all gone. I'll show you, bitch. What are you gonna show me? <laughs> I'll show you what it looks like when you get slapped with a sexual harassment accusation. Oh, I might as well, I might as well just do it. Then. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the problem when you're a kid and you, you start threatening to like you know they'll just do it. Yeah, I remember one time like the science teacher was like talking to us about something like he if, i don't know what got him on this but he was like you know we were talking it was a forensics class and we were talking about For, like, wait, wait, what grade was it forensics we don't know it was like an elective like it was a, like sophomore like criminal year. forensics like just general for, forensic yeah ge- criminal forensics like, like like bodies and shit how to solve crimes yeah, like an intro to it. Okay. And like in uh, high school? Yeah, in high school. Okay. And somehow we got on the topic of child abuse and he went on <laughs> he went on this tangent with this anecdote about how like, you know, one time like there was this kid in my class and he was really sad because somebody in his family had passed away. And so I was sitting with him with him there alone in class and and I put my hand on his shoulder 
and another teacher walked by and saw the door was closed and they pulled me aside afterwards and say you can never do that with a kid when the door is closed you gotta have the door open or you could be accused of something you but know? you 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 were putting took you aside or took the teacher aside no, no, this is a story he told about some kid oh. who he like who he was comforting in his class, supposedly. Okay. But but it, it's like it's some other teacher. Honestly, I'm more suspicious. Why was he telling you this? <laughs> I don't know. He was telling the class. This this is like he raped that kid, and then and then now he's just he's just his whole life now is just building and building and building more backstory <laughs> from the time he almost got caught raping a kid. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm more suspicious of the other teacher in yeah. the story who goes like. Oh, you can't do that. You could be accused of anything nowadays. Yeah, that know, that right? person definitely raped you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trust me. You don't want to be seen doing that. Take, hey, hey, look. Take him to your car. We all know what teases these kids are, but. <laughs> Bring them home first. Don't, don't take the bait. <laughs> but that, you mean, like, in class, because he's definitely fucking kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, so. To sum up the uh, union labor issue, um, what what is is there like a semper fi for unions? I mean, besides screaming solid solidarity is the worst word. These fucking Twitter commies and leftists are the worst. Have a better thing than just screaming solidarity. It sucks. Ha, like find some Latin phrase like semper fi. The, Marine, the Marines say semper fi right before they gut some guy with a bayonet. Yeah, it's nice. Or what about um, rape management? That should be expressed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's going to get you much of the negotiating table, but fair enough. Uh, do you have any, we're, that, that, that's about it. For the, do you have anything to, the pitch, to, the pitch, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the plug? Okay, so it's about this little unicorn. <laughs> oh, and he prances around in the woods. And, and then he's he comes actually Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 what about you? Uh, we got the Patreon. Here, here's the deal. Uh, we have... This is coming out Monday. Monday is going to be the day the show comes out. We're going to be more consistent now. So Mondays, you tune in for the podcast, and the Patreon will be coming out Saturdays. It's easy breezy. You're going to love it. So sign up for, sign up for the Patreon. The link's in the fucking description every week. We're going to have a great... Is solidarity! <laughs>